are so delighted that you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. I have some really encouraging news for you. Real life testimony from Sharon in Dallas. She had called our, our prayer center and asked for prayer for her daughter uh, who was planning to graduate but had lost interest and it really kind of got way off the plot. After receiving prayer, her daughter had buckled down and continued to study and graduated and finished up all of her studies. So we know that God answers prayer. And I encourage you today, you could call or get on the website with any prayer request you might have, big, little, medium-sized. We like to pray, and we know that God answers prayer. Sharon hopped on the prayer center, and God absolutely answered her prayer. And we joined together in faith, and we saw God do the miraculous. So we like to encourage you, call, get on the website. God has answers for you and solutions for your problems. God is a good God, Mom. He really is. And we have a really good guest. And you say, well, who's your guest? Well, you know, I like this. People come into our life for reasons and seasons and some for a lifetime. And Lisa Robertson is really in my life for a lifetime because I met her many years ago. And now she has a book called The Path of Life, Walking in the Loving Presence of God. Did I ever dream the reason, the season, the lifetime would be Lisa Robertson? So she is our guest, and I'm telling you, you will just love her. This is where the rubber meets the road. Yes, and we like things that we can take and apply in our own lives. So watch us as we have Lisa Robertson, one of the best guests we have ever had. This will be an awesome time for you. It'll be an awesome time for your friends. Get everybody to watch. We're so excited and we want you to come with us to Egypt in the fall. Oh my goodness, Egypt? What are you talking about? Well, we're gonna see some amazing things. We're gonna see the pyramids, we're gonna see the Sphinx. We're gonna go on a five-star Nile cruise. Are you kidding me? Who gets to do that? <gasps> it could be you. You might get to do that with us. So I want you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We have information. We want to pray for you and we want you to come with us. Plus, mom, we get to minister. Oh, we do. And that's powerful in Egypt because we get to lay hands on the sick. We have real open doors and we're going to have a ministry training school. And the more hands we have, the more miracles we can see. And I want you to be a part of it. So I want you to contact us today. You say, I don't have the money, I don't have the time. We're gonna put you on a list where we pray because you have a rich heavenly father and he can make a way for you to go and God needs you in Egypt. You know, I always close a program with today is the best day of your life because Jesus lives big in you. But I wanna start this program with today is the best day of your life because Jesus lives big in you, and you're gonna be very excited about our guest because she's gonna be sharing kind of some long-term history about Jesus, especially in the Anglican church. Now, I like the title of your book, The Path of Life. And Lisa, walking in the loving presence of God, mm -hmm. I think so many times we wake up thinking, oh, today, but if you can think, I'm going to be in his presence today, right. that's going to be wonderful. So can you give us a little bit of background? Because maybe not all of our audience is familiar with you. Just a quick little bio on who are on you? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes, I was raised in Colorado. I grew up in the mountains. Woo! Yeah, I know. That's, I'm coming <laughs> totally home. Totally good. I grew up in the foothills of Colorado, west of Golden. And then we eventually ended up moving down into Denver. So I graduated from high school here and thought I'd go to college in Virginia because I'd spend the rest of my life in Colorado, so I might do something a little bit different. So I went to Virginia for two years, I thought, and I ended up staying for four. And at the end of my senior year, I met Mr. Wonderful, and uh, we got married, and he was from Virginia, and we have lived in Virginia ever since. Nice. So, Nice. And you have a lot of things you've done in terms of a variety of, of Christian experiences and backgrounds and leadership. Give us just a little pricey on that, like a quick thumbnail on that. All right. I would say probably there are three main things I've done. The first thing I did was we were in the Episcopal Church, and we have been. And, and uh, when we first got married and we were in Virginia Beach, I really felt the Lord telling me they didn't know anything about the Bible. And so I started a women's Bible study wow. that is still going strong today and my daughter my one of my oldest daughter is now leading it mm -hmm. and uh but it was so much fun to be with women i used to think they hated the bible but they just didn't know anything about it and it was so much fun to begin to share that with them i did another uh i've been involved with something called faithful beginnings and it is about um it's for children zero to five and it's about partnering school readiness activities with faith foundations and scriptures and activities that would reinforce what a child needs to learn how to do before they start school. And it's really teaching them how to learn more than teaching them ABCs or whatever. Sure. It's more how to think, how to make a decision, or how to differentiate between you know, shapes, colors, numbers, yeah. whatever. Uh, but Faithful Beginnings, to partner that with the, you know, with a, a Christian message has been fabulous. Yep. And then I've also done Changing Seasons, which is a women's outreach ministry, and we host them in country clubs, and we invite sort of culturally relevant speakers to come in to, to talk to women about just different events, different things that they're involved in, and we've had just a great assortment of Wimbledon tennis players wow. and, you know, lots of different interesting people mm -hmm. that will come share their faith, but also share a little bit about the world that they live in. Sure. So that's that's cool. And the path. And I raised of five life. children. Five. <laughs> yeah. Woo. That's fun. Just five. Just five. <laughs> Interesting life. Wonderful life. Yes, it is. And you wrote this book, The Path of Life. Yes. Uh, and I like it. I like reading it. It's, it's very conversational. It's accessible. You're not like kind of out there. Why did you write it? I wrote it. I, I really wrote it because when I was in college, I felt like the Lord told me. I was in Italy, and I felt like I was at a cathedral, and I thought the Lord told me that I would marry somebody famous and that I would write a book. And, it, and so I remember a year later telling my mother, I think God told me this, and she thought, oh, you, you know, you're so self self-absorbed that you're going to marry somebody famous. <laughs> she didn't believe me. But anyway, as time went on, I did marry somebody from a famous family. And so from that time, my 20s till recently, I felt pregnant with a book. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that there would be a time that the Lord would give me a book. And the verse, it's based on Psalm 1611, where it says, God will show you the path of life. And in his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand are pleasures forever. And somebody gave that to us when we were married, and I just loved the verse because I'm a mountain girl, and I walked on paths, and so I really understood, you know, what it meant to follow God's path for my life. And, and it's been a great adventure and a great journey. Mm -hmm. What happens when somebody goes off the path? 
<laughs> which happens. <laughs> right. You know, I have. I was thinking about a time when I was in uh, Estes Park at, at a retreat, and I decided to go out on a hike by myself. And so I was following the markers for the hike and thinking that it would start here and go swing around and come back to where it started. And I kept walking, 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 and it got farther and farther away. And I was still following markers. And, but I just had this unsettled feeling in my soul. And I feel like when you do go off the path, you can continue to walk as long as you want to, but you will have a restlessness in your stomach, which is the Lord telling you to, exactly. to pay attention, to maybe turn around and to go back. So I eventually did turn around and I followed the markers back. And when I got back to the lodge, I looked it up and I was on a 66 mile walk to Denver from Estes Park. You probably didn't know you could hike that far. And they estimate it would have taken 22 hours. Um, But I think when you're on the path, when you do go off the path, the wonderful thing is God loves us so much that if we're paying attention and we're still in relationship and talking to him, he will bring you back Mm -hmm. to his path. Mm -hmm. And you learn a lot. When you're on the wrong path, you learn to appreciate the best path. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be watching right now, and maybe your kids are off the path. You're like, ooh, my, my kids, my son has walked away from God. My daughter is not walking the path with God. We want to pray for your kids or your grandkids too. And that's something I know as a, as a mom's heart or a dad's heart that we're just passionate that our kids oh, would be yeah. followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. walk their life with Jesus. So we'd love to pray for you, pray for your kids, your grandkids, for them to come back on the path with Jesus and get back in, in alignment. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you. We know that God has answers and help for you on that. And when you do, grab this book, The Path of Life. It will encourage you. I love how practical you are in this. I mean, you're just real and raw, kind of <laughs> unzip your heart. It will encourage you on the path of life and, and really that God is directing our paths. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and you had some struggles with kids too a little bit. I have had some struggles with kids. With, and uh, one of the things that my mother always said is, children improve your prayer life. And I, oh, <laughs> and I think, that's good. How true. Oh, <laughs> how true. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, you know, one of the things I think, you know, is that when your children, when they've been raised in a Christian home and they've been raised with all the things that we want them to have and believe, and they do go off the path a little bit, what I have seen, and I've seen it in our family and in other families, is that sometimes they go off a little bit and then their relationship becomes theirs and the Lord's because God reaches them right. and you and a parent can't. And so the, the God can reach them and bring them back. And then so that what happens is they then look to the Lord instead of looking to their parents' faith and their parents' relationship and kind of hiding, you know, mm-hmm. in that and it becomes their own. And so that's what I would encourage parents if the child's off the path just to really let God be responsible because he can bring he can bring them back and they can come back with a much richer understanding and appreciation of their parents and their faith and it says the seed of the righteous yes. will be delivered and so i stood on that yes you know for children yeah for grandchildren, grandchildren because too. we adopted uh, a son that was really out of sync into the drug scene all that now i'm seeing his family come mm-hmm. around just never give up. The that's game ex- is not over till we win. That's right? exactly true. And that's what you teach in here. Right. Never, and We're never, gonna win. Yes. Yeah. What, you know, like parenting, how, how did that affect your walk with Jesus? You know, I mean, because I think probably of the five kids, maybe a couple of them lost the plot a little bit here and there. 
Well, I, I think I came to the realization that my children really are his. And I think, you know, he gives us our children and it's our privilege to raise them. But ultimately, he's the Heavenly Father. And so I would kind of sometimes say, well, you know, they're your responsibility. I've done the best I can, sure. and they're yours. But I think the other, but to me, the most important part is to, I really felt that I needed to partner with the Lord and really pray for wisdom, to mm -hmm. pray for insight, to pray for understanding, to pray for their protection. Because I feel like, you know, and I don't have to be good enough, a good enough mother. I just feel like the Lord wants to show me how to be the best mother and that I could just put my arm around my child and coach them where they needed to go, yep. you know, in life and with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And But ultimately it was up to him. Mm -hmm. That was really powerful. And I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of The Path of Life. And this would be a huge resource for a Sunday school group, a book club. There's discussion questions at the end. It'd be a fantastic encouragement on your journey with God today. God has a path for each of our lives, a path full of adventure, challenges, and joy. Biblical paths are not that different from the paths we encounter in our world today. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you The Path of Life by Lisa Robertson. Throughout the Bible, God makes it clear that He will teach us, show us, speak to us, and guide us on this path. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's teaching CD, Discover Your Destiny. This powerful teaching will help you know the Lord's plan for you and your family. And you'll also receive Sarah's Finish Strong CD. After you discover your destiny, this teaching will equip you to finish the race before you and finish it strong. For your gift of $65, we'll also include the Spirit-Filled Life Bible. This updated full-color edition includes detailed book instructions and outlines, verse-by-verse -verse study notes, word wealth of more than 650 word studies, updated maps, charts, and concordance, powerful prayers directly based on scripture, and much more. Finding God's path is not a mystery. Call or click today to receive this encouraging resource. so thrilled to have Lisa Robertson with us and Lisa you know one of the things we're talking about just in our little break here is changing seasons so we all go through seasons of life you know right. a productive season kind of a dormant season how do you what would you say and and what how do you speak to that in your book as far as changing seasons well, it's, it's funny, if I would take the Carol King song, winter, spring, summer, or fall, and I would sort of Christianize and say, all you have to do is call. And I think that, <laughs> on the good. Lord. That's good, yeah, um, I knew that was. But I think about it, and I think that we all have changing, we all have seasons, and there are times in our, in our life 
in the wintertime where, where the things that we love are dormant and we don't see any progress, we don't see anything happening because it's, it's, it's a very quiet season typically and, and often a very hard season. But what's wonderful is that when you are in the middle of a dormant, hard winter season, what I love is that the promise of spring is always yeah. there. Yeah. And that whether that the season will change and spring will come. And I look at spring and I think about the hope that a spring offers, where you see that the seeds that were planted sometimes in the fall or in the winter are beginning to take root and are beginning to come forth. And they, be they begin to grow. And I think that's what happens in our own lives. We share hard experiences, good experiences and we can see God bringing growth and life into places where we thought were dormant and maybe over and so the spring is another very productive time and then you get into the summer season and you have where it's a fruitful season and you're, pro you're productive and you're producing great fruit and then fall is oftentimes the harvest and where you gather all of that I think in our lives we have all of those seasons <clears throat> and it isn't so much an age Excuse me, it's not so much, you know, that, you, you know, when you're young, you're in the springtime, when you're old, you're in the fall. I think it's a season of how you're living and what God is doing in your lives. And they're fruitful years and they're dormant years and they're productive years and they're, they're years of harvest. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes it'll all happen in one year and sometimes it'll happen over a span of five or ten years. What would you say to a person who doesn't like their current season? I would say hang in there because the season it's will change. change. It's going to change. It's going to change. You know, no season is forever. Mm -hmm. and, and I would say more than that, you know, and, and when you're in a place you're not happy, you know, talk to the Lord about it. Tell him your frustrations. Tell him your hurt. Mm -hmm. And just ask him to equip you to find joy and hope mm -hmm. in a season where, you're, where, you're, where you are unhappy and, and um, to let him come into that mm -hmm. and help you through it. I like it. I do too. I think he makes every season productive. You know, you're right. And I really, I'm seeing more things happening in my life at 88 yep. than I did at 18 and 28. All that was process. Right. If we can remember, life is a process. Right. But if you can walk in the loving presence of God, every process, it's like Ecclesiastes. In his time, he right. makes every season beautiful. He does. Ecclesiastes is a wisdom book. Right. <laughs> and I think every, you know, every process, every season is productive. That there's I a agree. purpose to everything. I <laughs> agree. Know? What would you say is the difference? Because some seasons have more joy than other seasons, right? And some seasons are like, woo, just kind of plowing. How do you, what's the difference between achieving and receiving joy? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, I love the verse, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I, I've thought about that a lot. And I think that God gives us, I mean, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is the gift of joy. And I think he has mm -hmm. gifts for us. And joy is one of the gifts he gives us. And it's that joy that strengthens us. And so I think that you just, I think receiving joy is receiving the gifts that he's giving to us. And I think the other thing is that to achieve joy is often sort of self motivated, self-serving, uh, because I don't think you can achieve joy. I think joy is a gift from God, and you receive it. And, you know, you can achieve happiness, but I, but I don't think you can really achieve that lasting, deep joy than the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, my age and everything, 
people say, when are you going to retire? I said, well, I am retired. Well, what do you mean? You travel all the time. I said, retiring is doing what you like. That's great. So every morning I say, good morning, Father, good morning, Jesus, good morning, Holy Spirit. This is your beloved Marilyn. And I think when you say walking in the loving presence of God, mm -hmm. every season of your life is right. can be absolutely wonderful. And you know, you might be watching right now and you might be struggling with depression. You say, it's hard. This is not a season of, of joy for me. We would love to pray for you. If you hop on the phone, get on the website, we want to pray that God would help you to experience and, and transform the depression into the joy of the Lord. Because depression is debilitating. It does drain you. You're like you have no energy. And if that describes you right now, just hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. And when you do, of course, grab this copy of The Path of Life. Really, really great and encouraging uh, just journey with Lisa right. in, your, in your daily living and, and parenting and going through adversity and everything. So I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, and it's a great gift. Yeah, it is a great gift. Great right. gift to give to your friends and stuff. And, you know, the other thing that you talk about in here is partnering with Jesus when mm -hmm. you parent in parenting. <laughs> and uh, that's Key kind to of success. A, yeah. How do you do that? Well, I, you know, I think when... I think you ha I had the realization, I had five children, and at one time the oldest one was eight, and they were, and I was overwhelmed, oh. and my husband traveled, and, yeah. and, I, and I really felt that I just didn't have the resources or the energy or the skill to properly raise the children. And so I began to really ask the Lord. You know, the, the Bible says, ask and it shall be given to you. Right. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. And so I just took that very literally and I just would ask him morning by morning to help me and to show me. I've asked the, I've asked the Lord to give me insight into my children. You know, what is it they're really, I mean, really, what is it they're doing? What do I need to know? And, to, and I would pray with my children that if they are doing anything that I need to know about, if they're doing anything that would get them into trouble, that God would show us. And I would do that with my children because then it scared them, of course. And I had <laughs> one child say to me, that's not fair. You pray that we get caught. We get caught. None of my friends get caught. <laughs> I just said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and, but, that, but, I, but my children knew that the Lord was with them, taking care of them, even when I wasn't right there with them. And, and I think that that's part of the partnership. They are his children, and it's our privilege that's to good. raise them. And we raise them in partnership with him and mm -hmm. responsibly with him because he's given us this responsibility, exactly. and we have to be responsible in taking care of them. Mm -hmm. And when the seasons change in parenting, right? So it's a different season when they're under eight right. in contrast to the season when they're 18 and over. Right. So how do you manage some of that, and where do you do Jesus in all of that change? I think, the, I think that process is walking in the loving presence of God. And I think as, as they change and as they you know, go from 8 to 18 to 23 to 35, if you're walking in the presence of God and you've, you continue to hold them before the Lord, he changes you, and he, changes, he gives you the tools and the equipment to lead and teach your children. He gives you the ability you know, to pray and let your children discover what they need to learn by themselves and to do, you know, I mean, I, sometimes I just had to sit on my hands and zip my mouth because I wanted to get involved, but I really felt the Lord tell me, you know, they're cool mine. You know, they're, cool let it. me do it. Yeah, cool it. Cool it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so what would you say also when you have grandkids now? 
Uh, right. We have grandchildren. I have uh, 10, 11 coming soon. Wow. And, you know, I think that I love having them. I've just done what I call, they call me honey. And so I've just done a honey camp where they come to my house and we go out and we, the, our theme this year was the path of life. And so we would go on nature walks and take paths. And I would sort of teach them different things about about God's path for their lives, as well as just go out and have a, a really good time and have fun. And so I think, again, I think you pray for your grandchildren and you ask the Lord to just show you what is it they need and what, what is it you can do for them or with them and, and let him strengthen that relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is really fun to watch, to trust your children to parent the grandchildren and decide that that's not my job. <laughs> nice. You know, this book is so powerful because all of us, if you're a parent, you love your children. Yeah. If you're a grandparent, you love your children and your grandchildren. I have great grandchildren, but walking in the loving presence of God, because sometimes they don't do so well. Mm. So be sure you get the book, and we're going to be right back, and you can't miss one part of this program, because this is the most important thing we do, children. God has a path for each of our lives, a path full of adventure, challenges, and joy. Biblical paths are not that different from the paths we encounter in our world today. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you The Path of Life by Lisa Robertson. Throughout the Bible, God makes it clear that He will teach us, show us, speak to us, and guide us on this path. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's teaching CD, Discover Your Destiny. This powerful teaching will help you know the Lord's plan for you and your family. And you'll also receive Sarah's Finish Strong CD. After you discover your destiny, this teaching will equip you to finish the race before you and finish it strong. For your gift of $65, we'll also include the Spirit-Filled Life Bible. This updated full-color edition includes detailed book instructions and outlines, verse-by-verse -verse study notes, word wealth of more than 650 word studies, updated maps, charts, and concordance, powerful prayers directly based on scripture, and much more. Finding God's path is not a mystery. Call or click today to receive this encouraging resource. It's been absolutely a wonderful pleasure and honor to have you on our program today, Lisa. And uh, would you pray for our audience that they would walk the path of life for them? I would love to. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that you have a path for each one of us. I thank you, Father, that we are never alone on our path, that every path you've created has a destination, a purpose, and a plan. And Lord God, I pray for everyone watching today that you would inspire them and comfort them and give them the strength and the desire to find the path of life you have for them, that you would fill them with joy and pleasure forever, and that you, they would enjoy their walk with you on this path of life. In Jesus' name, amen. I am so glad you prayed with us. I'm so glad what you have received today. But I believe this with all my heart, you need to share. Pass it on. One of the best things that can happen to you is if you feel depressed, is go help somebody who is depressed. Mm -hmm. And so take these wonderful truths. Get the book, The Path of Life. Walk in the loving presence of God, even in challenging circumstances. Yeah. You know, God is for you, so who can be against you? And so sometimes I remind myself of that when it looks like everything is against me. God is for you. Don't forget that. 
and say with me, today is the best day of my life because Jesus Christ lives big in me this very day. Hallelujah.